Hello and welcome back to the Women of Marvel podcast, where the women of Marvel assemble to talk all things Marvel and more. My name is Adri Cowan. I am the social media manager here. I'm Sana Amanith. Uh, I'm an editor at Marvel. I'm Ellie Pyle. I'm an associate editor at Marvel. Uh, Jennifer Grunewald, editor of Special Projects. <laughs> I'm Janine Schaefer, uh, senior manager of talent relations. Uh, Katie Kuber, I'm an editor at Marvel. Judy Stevens, I'm associate producer. Emily Shaw, assistant editor at Marvel. This is a very exciting uh, podcast today because this is actually the first time that we have all of the lady editors in the house. Um, yes. Uh, and this is probably one of the most amount of editors, lady editors, we've had at Marvel in a while, right? Am yeah. I right? Jen can, Jen actually, yes. <laughs> Jen, Jen Grunewald, is, Grunewald is our special guest. She has been here longer than any of us. Yes, 12 um, years. 12 oh. years in the trades department. Yeah. So is this in fact the, the most amount of ladies? There was a time when, uh, when Mackenzie was here and Jenny and we had Molly and Stephanie and Nicole. So that was a, probably oh. the, the last time that we had this many and that was a long time ago. <laughs> our rivals. Oh, I know. You have to be better than them. <laughs> Not you, Mackenzie, I promise. <laughs> well, that's awesome. So I wanted to get things started by, uh, I guess, talking a little bit about what each of you guys do. You're all in different departments, have very distinct roles. Um, you guys have heard from Janine and myself uh, probably plenty of times of, of, what, of what we do. Um, although, Janine, since your role is new, you should probably talk a little bit about that if you oh, want to. Oh, we talked about it. Did we oh, talk cool. about it? Yeah, we talked a little oh, bit. Oh, please. I will talk some more about it. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're all really proud. We'd love to hear about it. Say it again. <laughs> right. Well, you had a little bit more experience since yeah. then, right? Because that was after the announcement, so you can talk about that. Yeah. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let uh, you ladies start talking about um, what you do at Marvel, what, what you love working on, what you hate working on, maybe, if we're allowed to talk about it. Can you imagine? Maybe. I don't think there's <laughs> not a lot of hate working on it. You know, I would be working on everything. All of everything. Happy and rainbows here at Marvel. We love uh, everything. I, I hate everything. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's still a uniform <laughs> opinion. You know? You're not singling anything else. <laughs> okay, well, I'll go first. Uh, um, I edit Daredevil and Black Wait, who Widow. Are you again? I'm Ellie Pyle. Hi, Ellie. I edit Daredevil and Black Widow and Spider-Man 2099. And I'm going to be working with Tom Brevoort on the new S.H.I.E.L.D. book that they just announced at uh, San Diego. So that's really exciting. And I assist Nick Lowe on all things Spider-Man. Um, so that's a lot of fun because I've been working on Spider-Man since I first started at Marvel. Um, so I've, it, it's actually kind of unique that I've been able to stick with one set of titles for almost four years now. And Daredevil is another really good example of a book that launched, I guess, about six months into my working here. And I assisted on the first issue of that. And then when we relaunched it a couple months ago, I got to take over as lead editor. And that was really cool because I really love that book. Um, and it was very sweet of the team that they all spoke up about wanting to keep working with me um, when Steve left for California. So it's nice when you like the people you work with. Mm -hmm. yeah. Will Shield about this place yeah. in general? Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, will Shield be anything like 
the TV show or what's the It will have there? the characters from the TV show. Um, it's going to be introducing them into the Marvel Universe, but the continuity is still going to be normal Marvel continuity. So they will be slightly different, you know, versions of May and Fitz and Simmons um, that are all going to kind of be brought into, you know, our 616 Marvel Universe. And there's a monkey. There is a monkey. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure everyone knew that. I saw that, that on the pretty. cover. Like, Eventually, like there is a monkey. There is a monkey. There is a monkey. So, um, yeah, so that's a lot of fun. Mark Waite's writing that. Um, and that is that is such a very different book from Daredevil um, that it's really, I think, kind of been fun and also challenging and interesting uh, for Mark and I to kind of shift gears from being so used to the way we work together on Daredevil to, you know, this big team book that isn't just a team book, it's a team up book. So we've got all of these characters from anywhere in the Marvel Universe who suddenly could show up in this book at any moment, um, which is very, very different than a single character who we've been working with for three and a half years. Jen, yes. Jen Grunwald is next. I am? I know you, I know, and you usually like hate doing this stuff, which is why I was like, I don't think Jen's going to want to do this. But you're coming from a very different perspective. Everyone that we're going to talk to is going to talk about sort of the editorial process, which now hopefully people that are listening to this podcast are quite familiar with. Mm -hmm. You have to, at the at the end of the day, when we have that first arc or that second arc come together, you put the collection and you basically fix all of our screw-ups, <laughs> right? Yes, as long as uh, we all catch them. <laughs> right. It's, uh, my job seems to be a mystery to most people. They're always like, I don't know exactly, what exactly do you do? Isn't it already done? I don't get it. Um, but it's basically like a project management kind of situation, I guess. And um, yeah, part of it is making corrections, which I do find the most fun because I get to actually do, because I'll actually make physically do them myself for the most part, which is kind of fun because it's using stuff I don't get to really mess with most of the time. But as long as it's not too complicated, people, you know, just keep that in mind. <laughs> it's only so far No, no, go. no. All I hear is now I have carte blanche. <laughs> there are a few, I'm not going to name them, but there are a few creators that like to call me up uh, regularly with their uh, <laughs> corrections, too, which I don't mind. Um, like I said, it's kind of fun sometimes. Um, but, yeah, I basically kind of just get it all together at the end. I got to work with you guys and make sure everything's done and figuring out how many pages everything's going to be, if we have extras and stuff to fill in, who's going to design it, doing credits, all that stuff. Um, it's a little, it's obviously a lot different from what you guys do, and we can do more at once, I guess, because it's, the content is already done. Um, but there's, there's always challenges with everything, of course. Um, <laughs> and we do put out a lot of books, yeah. you guys. <laughs> so, but it's, it's cool. And um, I also work on Bendis's books as well. I'm his editor for all his icon stuff, which is still a little different, but but much more similar and very fun for me because it's, again, something I don't get to do very often, but it is there and it's nice to work on. And I also get inside information on the Powers TV show. <laughs> which I'm not sharing. Are you going to dish on Brian? Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to talk about how awesome he is and how not problematic or stressful he is it's fantastic and now he knows how to spell everything <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Like and all yes. it does help and i'm like ocd about that stuff so. <laughs> 
Yeah, so yeah, basically that's what I work on. I mean, there's also like the little orphan books that we get. I think we're gonna be doing some stuff for conventions or something, and so we do like little collections. Always last minute. That's great and fun. But, that's you know. the Marvel way. Yeah, that's about? the Marvel way. <laughs> and yeah. you, no, you were on like the very first Women of Marvel panel. Weren't you? I'm sure I was. I know I've not been on them, and it was a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm San pretty Diego, sure I like ten years ago. <clears throat> yeah, probably. Yeah, I was on a couple at San Diego. I think I was on one here, at least one here, um, and some other one that wasn't more like. Oh yeah, it was a Marvel panel. That's what it was. It was a Marvel pa uh, women panel, but not just Marvel. That's what I did here, I think. But yeah, that was a long time ago. The ones with um, what's her name that did the uh, Dark Tower. Worked with the Stephen King stuff. Robin Robin Bird. Bird. Yes, she was on that, I believe. And Marjorie Liu, I think, was on that panel. Christina Strain, who I miss. Yeah. <laughs> She's awesome. Yeah, it was good times. <laughs> we're going to get you back on it now that we're later in the day. Oh, yeah. Well, get me to San Diego and <laughs> I will do your panel for you. <laughs> the one here, power. though, like I told yeah. you, early morning. Sunday morning. We're later. Oh yeah. What's gonna be later? One p.m. One fifteen. One fifteen p.m. Do you know what time I got Still up last year on Sunday after the, the Marvel party? <laughs> I didn't get up. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> uh, that brings us to actually more uh, listeners. Women of Marvel listeners. Uh, our Women of Marvel panel is Sunday, October twelfth at one fifteen p.m. The room is to be announced. I don't think we have a room number yet, right? Yeah, I don't think do we do, but we have a time, and it is in the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> and this is at New York excited. Comic Con, which we did not clarify. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here. We're just randomly Here. having our own panel. <laughs> but it's in New York. That people. would be great. They're probably trying to figure out what room can actually fit everybody yeah. this year. Yeah. They had to turn people away last year. That's amazing. Maybe... Maybe I'll get up for it. Yeah, I'll go to the house and drag you there. That's true. Now that we live Janine right lives very close to me now. Well, well, I guess speaking of new additions to Women of Marvel panels, um, we have Katie Hubert, who is our newest uh, editor at Marvel. She joined us. Yay! Yay! Yay. What a Thanks, guys. guys. Yeah. girls. I know. That's, no. yeah. We'll try to do it with deeper voices. <laughs> and then we'll just bump fists. Word. I don't know what to tell you. Um, Katie has... Boom. 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 It'll be Cow. softer than the guy. The guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> She's like, I've done it. I've tried. Um, so Katie has joined us from DC Comics, that yeah. other place that I guess makes comic books. What is that? <laughs> um, so uh, we're very excited to have you on board. You used to work with Mike Martz there, right? And yeah, yeah Mike Martz is also with us. Yep. Um, so we got we got the the best talent from DC, in my opinion. <laughs> oh well, thank you. Yes, that's, that's kind of what we were hoping. Um, but uh, but yeah, I uh, I was an editor at DC for a while, I, exclusively in the back group. Um, uh, by the end of my run there, I was editing the weekly, so I was editing Batman Eternal, I was editing Batgirl, Harley, um, and some other things that I'm forgetting. But, uh, Sorry, but those... I don't need to name their books. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so those were the ones that I was on, and, um, I was actually the first female editor to fully edit Batman, to have the full editor title on Batman. Nice. Oh, that's great. Uh, that's awesome. which was pretty cool. And uh, so, and you're like, screw this, I'm out of here. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, job 
Hey, Marvel, you guys want someone awesome? So, uh, so yeah, I am beyond thrilled to have been here. I've been here for a couple months now, and uh, back working with Mike Martz, uh, and we're kind of taking over the Wolverine world and uh, taking over the X-Men stuff right now. So, What's the transition been like from DC to Marvel? Like, what are sort of the differences in terms of... <laughs> The way we work versus, I mean, not we're not trying to give any trade secrets here. But oh just, no worries. Yeah. Um, well, uh, it's 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 definitely different. Uh, the way that uh, that people uh, do things, uh, approvals, a, a mindset to storytelling. Uh, you know, there's there's a Marvel method. There's a DC way of doing things. Uh, that both have their own merits. You know, I learned how to how to you know hone my craft and everything at DC, but Marvel uh, they're a lot more open to new ideas. Uh, they kind of move at a breakneck pace, which works really well. Like I am working on so many books at this point, it's, it's nonstop. Um, but uh, yeah, I'd say mainly that uh, Marvel seems to be a lot more open to new ideas, open to new projects, and it's a lot more like, yes, you have this cool idea, go, do, be, do something yeah, amazing. If, I was gonna say, if I remember, Correctly, it's just a lot more like seat of your pants here. Yes, it is it exactly. Yes, I mean, if any of this fails, I'm sure I will be held more accountable. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, absolutely. It's uh, hit the ground, not even running, you're sprinting, mm -hmm. and you better be damn good at it. Mm -hmm. So we're a lot yeah. more fun here. Absolutely, <laughs> this is going by notes. Came <laughs> but I'm pretty sure we are way cooler here. It's been pretty cool, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I had an ice cream sandwich today for free, so... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's clearly a superior company. That was, that was pretty great. Ice cream sandwiches? Okay, we'll have, we'll yeah. have a fight. Yeah. And I'm gonna have conversations with you all after this. Oh yeah. I have half of mine left if you want it. <laughs> Is it half melted on your desk? Uh, it might be. Mine I was gonna offer, but then, you know, melting. <laughs> Definitely put my mouth all over that. But, <laughs> but it's yours. If you want to brave it. You must be keeping it in your private freezer that you have at your desk. <laughs> Absolutely. We all oh, yeah, have that's, those. That's yeah. thing. Private freezer. Number one person. Yeah, that was that, that was a point that I made. I was like, uh, Marvel, if you don't have the private freezer, I'm, I'm not in. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, now I'm working on. Uh, I'm going to be editing the new Guardians 3000 series. Um, I took a couple of uh, titles that Janine was previously working on, yeah. um, and so I'll be uh, editing Cyclops, um, Wolverine and the X-Men. I'm also um, working with Mike Martz on uh, the Death of Wolverine series, uh, Death of Wolverine Logan Legacy, um, and there's a lot of really cool things that he and I have uh, developed that are, are starting to come to fruition. I can't talk about them just yet, but uh, at, at um, New York Comic Con, uh, we're gonna announce some pretty big stuff, so I'm really excited about it. Do you know what panel yet, or just figuring it out? Okay. I don't. Awesome. Yeah. Well, welcome, Katie. Thank you. Thanks, Hi. guys. Here. Great. Welcome to the club. Thank you. Fist bump. I tried to get a little more manly with that one. I, I, like I, were like, I, yeah, I really tried. <laughs> <laughs> it was slightly more masculine. Thank you, well Emily. Done. Well done. Uh, supportive. I guess I'll go quickly. Um, <laughs> I'm Emily once again. I am an assistant editor, so slightly more lowly than all the rest of the ladies, <laughs> ladies here. But um, I do lead edit a couple of projects. I was just put. Um, I was just named lead, lead editor on the Ultimates. Which I'm very excited about. Um, Congratulations, thanks, guys. Uh, I also 
edit a couple books that I work on with Jen, um, which are the ABC third party projects. So we take some of the TV shows they're doing over at ABC, turn them into graphic novels, which is super fun. Right. Um, Jen helps me design them and yes. put them together and tell me that I spelled things wrong and all kinds of fun <laughs> things like that. No, it's the way around. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I also assist on a whole bunch of titles. Iron Man, Hulk, Fantastic Four, a bunch of stuff, including one of my favorite titles, All New Ghost Rider, which was super fun to work on. Um, I work on that with Panic, the senior editor on that project. And yeah, it's just been tons of fun. I've been here for two years now, Damn, which is exciting. Oh really I know, years. right? Just such like a that. senior now. <laughs> Emily's a really good um, example of an assistant editor who basically has to do everything. Um, and Shh, panic, yes, don't listen I know. to that. Well, I mean, Ellie was really familiar with that, and then she got promoted, so it's a good good track to promotion. But their assistants are generally like supposed to um, make sure they're they're honestly managing their editor and making sure the editor is getting stuff done and writing stuff. And then in addition, once you prove yourself, you're running your own books. Um, which is a lot of responsibility, but at the end of the day, I think it's 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 really great because Marvel really empowers editors um, to be able to start, you know, cultivating their own editorial identity, which is ultimately what we should be doing as editors, right? Yeah, um, absolutely. It's been amazing. My senior editor has been putting so much trust in me, which is awesome. Just very open to ideas and collaborating, and not just having me make copies and route papers, like actually doing creative work with him, which has been super fun. Um, yeah, it's been really awesome. Cool. Shen, hmm. just to change gears a little bit. Yes, ma'am. Since you have been here the longest out of all of us, what yes, was... Yes, reminded me. Yes. <laughs> You're so young. <laughs> she's actually very young. So I'm not very young She started with you nine. She was young, interning well, here, guys. Okay, so. She's like 25, guys. Oh, <laughs> you, can't, you. you can't see us, but we're all very young and beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's funny because it's true. Our, our calendar will be out next month. <laughs> Let's not make promises. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll be in person at the at the Women of oh, Women true. of Marvel panel at Comic Con. One more plug, guys. <laughs> at one fifteen. Um, I'm very cu curious to know what it was like twelve years ago. I mean, just sort of the ambiance of Marvel in general. And oh, everyone was afraid of getting fired twelve years what ago. What was? <laughs> oh, I'm not even joking. That was it. Was a scary time. The very when I first started, I did. I was like, ah. Oh, if I can make it a year, I'm totally, that'll be amazing. That'll be such an accomplishment. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, for anyone who's not familiar with, like, the economic climate of the mm. company. Well, at the time, we were, I think we were, we had just started doing really, really well. Like, it was when Gemma's was in charge and Joe had been here a couple of years, and Marvel was doing really well. But, like, I don't know. It was a weird, it was just weird. Certain management well, was, was right odd. After, and, it was right after that period where a bunch of people got let go, and wasn't it? Yeah, well, at that time, people, like a lot of assistants were being hired and let go immediately or quitting immediately. It was a very quick turn turnover at the time. The, the the there was a girl that I that was hired as an assistant on the the day after I started my internship. She lasted nine months. That's why I was like, oh man, if I can make it just a year, you know, that'd be great. Once I got hired, but um, it was just it was just it was just very different. I, I can't really explain exactly, but it was just it was definitely more tense, and um. It, it was this different management. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. And they were just—it yeah. was a little more stressful. But I think I'm sure. 
I'm sure the success of the movies and stuff has made things a little easier here. Like just because we're already making, you know, the company as a whole is making a ton of money. So I guess like it makes it a little bit easier on everyone as far as being um, given freedoms to try new things and all those kinds of mm -hmm. stuff. But um, but yeah, it was it was a little nerve wracking at the time. What was sort of like the I don't know, not necessarily the male to female ratio, but just well, when I first started, yeah, I was I think I was the only one, yeah, pretty sure for like, because Jenny Lee hadn't been she was. Bill Jemis's assistant, so she wasn't an editor yet. She hadn't moved on. I think she had edited like one book at the time, um, but she wasn't an editorial. So I think I might have been the only girl editorial for a little while. If I can, remember. I think so, but not very long. Then there was, you know, because then Mackenzie and Stephanie and Nicole and all them were came in not too much later. But um, but yeah, it was mostly dudes. <laughs> a dudes club. They're, yeah. they're nice dudes. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Now they're all. Very sweet. I mean, I, I cried the first time when Mike Marks left originally. I was very upset. <laughs> and then you Not, cried when he came yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, because it, it, I, I always think about sort of like how the industry has changed in the last 10 years in terms of how many more females are actually participating, not just reading comics, but sort of participating in the industry as uh, creators and editors. Um, and, you know, I, I'm, I guess I'm curious to know sort of, you know, what it felt like back then versus what it feels like right now. There might not be a difference. Sure, I don't, yeah, Maybe we're not just for me. I, you know, I've, oh, you know, who, me, I'm not a very, like, I just, I've always been state, state my mind kind of, I yeah. never really had a problem no. <laughs> being me, so. I've never known yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't shy, I wasn't, so it's hard to say, like, I didn't notice a difference because I just don't generally kind of notice or care but I'm sure other people might have or they would have there my situation I, I don't really it's hard for me to say to be honest yeah um, but it is nice to see and, and I think you know as far as in, in like the creative creative side having more ladies and stuff um, you know the internet has helped a lot just to get because it gets people to say hey we maybe we should have more and then you know puts pressure and it's kind of makes people look harder and you know try harder to well, find I think everyone. too like you know everyone the, the ever I always see everyone the answer of, of well I don't understand like what's the big deal if there are women working on comics or not like it should just be the best person who gets the job like what's the big deal if you see women I mean for me personally it was seeing women's names in comic books that made me even think mm -hmm. I could do this job sure. like yeah, yeah, yeah. seeing you know Karen Berger's name and Shelley Bond's name in the books that I was reading like, oh, women work on these too? I, like, literally had no idea. Yeah, I thought you, it was. Yeah, you need different perspective, and you can't... Well, okay, this is a slightly funny story, but I had this intern once who asked me one time why Stanley doesn't write all our comics for us. <laughs> and I was like, well, aside from the fact that he's, like, 80 years old and he can't write 60 books a month, you know, uh, different stories come from different minds. He's like, well, different story structure. And I was like... Everyone's got different ideas, and there's definitely going to be a different perspective from women and from men, and you need those. You need both perspectives just to hit every, you know. Yeah, and not in a stereotypical way. No, just, just as a different person, yes. a, different, a person going through different experiences. And women go through different experiences than men go. I mean, and right. each individual one also, but, you know, yeah. obviously we can't have every single woman in the world or male in the world work here. <laughs> so. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Make a blanket statement. <laughs> and... I also think that, you know, having a female perspective on things doesn't necessarily mean that the men are getting it wrong. Right, um, no, not at all. Sometimes it's just even just having, you know, a female voice to be able to say, hey, you're, you're getting this right. You know, sure. this is, 
this is okay. Um, the story that we just did in Daredevil recently about his mom with postpartum depression um, and all of that, you know, that was one of those things where, you know, I, I did have to kind of keep telling the guys, you know, no, you guys are doing really, really well with this. You know, let's, let's get this out there. Let's, you know, and it, and it, it, we ended up getting such an incredible response to that story. Um, so I think it is important, you know, just as you said, to even have, you know, both points of view representative, even if everybody agrees. Sure, of course, mm -hmm. yeah. How's that, Sana? That was great. Yeah. <laughs> we could talk forever about Yeah, I mean, we yeah. probably should. <laughs> Again. I, I do fundamentally believe that um, that's so much of the fact that we are having sort of more women in the creative field, um, and specifically editors. Like, um, you know, what do female editors bring to the table? Do we, aside from sort of offering a unique perspective, like what... What can we offer in order to sort of create different types of stories and, and, and more interesting stories to an extent? And I, I, I do genuinely, fundamentally believe that it has helped us create this diverse content mm -hmm. that we have today. I think Marvel now, our line is so different than it has been in the last like five to ten years. Even when I started five years ago, it was a completely different place. Um, I would never have imagined that our books would have looked like what they look like. And a lot of it is because of the support that we've had. Um, with with Axel and Tom and Joe and everyone and um, that's a big part of it but I, I do think sort of the fact that our, our workforce and, and, and the type of creators we're specifically trying to hire have a different mi mindset um, we wouldn't be able to have a a Captain Marvel or, or, or sort of a, 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 a new she, new She-Hulk for yeah. example yeah we're up to 10 we're gonna be up to 10 female-led titles which is pretty mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah. Which is the most I think we've ever had mm -hmm. at one time. We should have a party. Exciting. <laughs> should Just have a party. Like seriously. Right now. Well, let's do it. <laughs> let's let's throw a party at 1:15 p.m. October 12th. Well, and that's 10 before we even announce some things that are in the works, right? Yes. Yeah. I think we have a couple more. Yeah. That are that are in the that are underway. That we're going to be talking about to add to it so that's pretty exciting yeah and i think and i feel like you know one of the things that at least i and i can speak for sort of janine and myself but one of the things that kind of gets us going is to be able to finally like have comics in everyone's hands like everyone is reading a comic whether you're a woman or you're a five-year-old or you're an 80 year old or just to be able to sort of expand that audience i feel female audiences expanded at marvel in the last few years I mean, is that because we're talking about it more, or is it because it actually expanded? I'm not sure. I mean, I yeah. think maybe mm -hmm. the fact that, like Jen said, the internet has been yes. a part of it. Yeah, oh, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Just huge for everything. Just even not even female related, but just you know, our books look so different now. The mm -hmm. art is everything is so different. And I remember Axel getting hate mail for the original the X the original Milligan Allred X Force. Yeah. And now, like, he's like super popular. And yeah, going and it's like yeah. amazing because like the audience is like accept more stuff now because it's like I don't know it's just I think the movies do have a lot oh, for sure, to yeah. do with that too and there's nothing that warms my heart more than someone tweeting about they love Captain America and how can they get into the comic books and what are your mm -hmm. suggestions and then we suggest strong female characters to read and it's just it, it's amazing yeah. and I see so many parents right now and I think that's also another thing is generationally oh sure parents are giving their kids 
I think it, yeah, I think it's more of a cultural thing as well. I mean, I think it's more socially acceptable for like as a woman. Like I, I don't know. Even in the past couple of years, I feel less self conscious going into a comic book store and buying something. I mean, I don't need anybody's help. I know what I'm there for. I know what I'm getting. I'm on the train. I'm reading something. It's like, I don't know. I don't feel as strange doing it. And I think that's a good like example of a lot of other women feeling more. I think the internet has empowered them almost, almost to be like, you know, here's the thing. I'm gonna get this out there. Um, if I want to read something, I can. If I want to promote art, I can. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, a lot of the I, I found a couple female artists just through the internet alone, like not even through through any other reference. It's it's such a great tool, and a great way for you to get your work out there. Um, so yeah, if you are a woman and you don't know how to start, just start posting some stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. I yeah. mean, the last podcast that I just posted was all about Caracor and just bringing and like having a bunch of Caracor just talk about how they found themselves into this community. And one of the girls just started reading a, like a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. She was like, one of my friends was like, you should read Captain Marvel. What's Caracor? Yeah. Oh, uh, well, Caracor is this amazing community that has sort of come about from Kelly Sue and just the love of um, men and women for Captain Marvel and it's it's I think it's more than just about Captain Marvel now it's now about um, it's about just women reading comics and getting more and more powerful women in the community and just building on that and there's this entire giant community based on a tag called Caracor on Tumblr and Twitter and just you know, we talked about with Kelly Sue how like I was like Kelly Sue, I want to do a podcast at Dragon Con. Can you find five people to do it with me? And she was like, within an hour, she had more than five names of people who were willing to come talk to me. And they were some of the most intelligent. Like we had such an amazing conversation. We could have talked for hours, like we do here. And it's 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 so amazing to sort of see that happen. And it's really all thanks to the internet and mm -hmm. and allowing you know, women and men obviously to come together with a love and and just do it without having that um, that, that fear of maybe going to a comic book shop or going or finding a comic, like coming into the Marvel Universe or the DC Universe because it is so broad and so expanding. Yeah, it's really about creating that sense of, of, of community, which I think uh, that sense of inclusive community, because I feel like at times the industry has become exclusive uh, you don't know that. You don't know what happened in this particular comic, or you, you're not familiar with this character. Oh man, you don't know anything. And, like that whole big geek girl thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't think it's completely normal now. Like when I go into a comic shop, I still feel like dudes are like, "Hey, a girl at a comic <laughs> shop." Like it, it's a little I, fetishized. I've like, definitely recently gotten the. Uh, well, what does your boyfriend like to read? Oh, question. I, oh. Which I was I'm like, thankfully never got anything like that because they they're thankful. That never happened because holy. Yeah, crap. One, one, time, uh, one time someone was asking me if I because I think I was looking at Captain Marvel or something like that. And they were like actually pitching me on it, which is really funny. They're like, "Have you ever read comics before? Have you heard of comics?" You're like, like, "Yeah, yeah." I was like, "I have no idea what this is. Can you please tell me everything?" It's <laughs> a good way to test. Which, yeah, no. Store. I I was with a friend of mine uh, down in Baltimore over the summer, and you know we were in a comic book shop, and you know we just started asking them about books, and um, 
the it was actually at the the museum the Jeppies uh museum there and they were so awesome because they were actually like explaining oh these are some great new books that can get new readers into things and all of that and it was just it was really fun to be undercover and kind of <laughs> seeing how awesome the people who who worked there were being with new readers um i whipped out uh the phrase foc <laughs> yeah, like just to see the look on his face, where like you could have knocked him over with a feather. He was oh, like, seriously? "Did you just?" He turned to. He was like, "Did you just hear her? Because she just said FOC. Like you just said FOC." And I was like, "Oh, you know, I just picked him up." Oh, sorry, FOC. By the way, means final order cutoff. It's the day that retailers turn in like their last orders on a book, so that we know how many to print and send to them. So I asked, you know, I was like, "Oh, I think the FOC is today," and you could have. Knock that guy right over. Love it. Was it. Awesome. <laughs> I was trying to get boxes to move from a comic shop, and I was like, "Oh, do you have your diamond boxes from this week?" And they're like, "Oh, because it was Tuesday for the books that come out Wednesday." And like, we don't sell jewelry. They were like, there. "Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> you didn't do that, lady." Like, oh, we don't really sell our stuff until tomorrow. I'm like, "No, I know. I'm talking about the boxes that they come in, so I can use them to." Like he was just like, "Oh, oh, oh, okay, yeah, I can go see what we have." Because I used, oh, I guess I used to work at a comic store as well as. As Marvel, that was my other, my only other job was <laughs> Jim Hanley's universe. <laughs> so, so the lesson, ladies, is if you walk into a comic shop, throw out the word FOC and <laughs> and all of the men will fall to their knees <laughs> or just pass out. Go away. That's <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, just go away. <laughs> no, we like men. <laughs> I mean, I love men. <laughs> Sorry, I, I always make it weird. <laughs> I feel like that's a really good place to end this. <laughs> well, if you have any questions for any of the lovely ladies here today, um, you can always use the hashtag Women of Marvel. It's a hashtag Women of Marvel. Um, you can also follow our Tumblr, the Women of Marvel Comics You can also email us. The email is womenof at marble.com. And either myself or Adri will respond to your emails. Uh, uh, we are, are making this a weekly thing now. I'm really excited to be able to bring some smashing content to you guys. Um, so we've got more coming. Plus, we are obviously gearing up for the Women of Marvel panel at New York Comic Con. Oh, when is that? <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you guys weren't following along, it is October 12th at 1.15 p.m. We will obviously have more information about New York Comic Con as we get closer, um, plus more and more content uh, as the year goes on. Oh, one more thing that I did want to mention. Um, <laughs> one more thing that is hugely different between DC and Marvel <laughs> is this. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Marvel thing. Like yeah. they're, they're, they, they try. They try over there. We had our women, you know, DC women lunches, but this is so amazing. Like the community that you guys have created and the following and just like the the acceptance is is so much more different than than over there so thank you for as as a as a noob and as an outsider and as someone who uh is just getting their feet wet into you're it thank an you outsider. you're one of us one of us one of us <laughs> But thank you, thank you guys. And, You're very and, yeah, I appreciate it. I'm super happy to be a part of it. That is a huge difference. I can't believe I got forever to say that one. Well, thanks, Katie. I feel like that was a great way to to sign off on uh, the first ever uh, lady editors meeting slash podcast. Um, I feel like now we uh, 
what's next, guys? We take over the world? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm into that. And yeah, next week we'll have some snacks. Oh, I'm sorry. We're not. We're just going to be eating all the time. <laughs> ice cream sandwiches. I'm going to go eat the leftover ice cream sandwiches on these people's desks. <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter and see what happens. <laughs> we will catch you guys next time. This is Marvel, your universe.